Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Following On, the only place to get daily updates straight from England's tour of Sri Lanka. I'm Mark Nicholas and we're here at Colombo's Premadasa Stadium, where England have just beaten Sri Lanka by 30 runs in the one-off T20 International. Alongside me is Gareth Batty. We'll take you through some key moments in the night, discuss the game and evaluate England's performance. Let's begin with Jason Roy, who played with a great deal of flair and no little luck today. Now full toss. This time Roy gives it some clobber and gets six. Just, just over the head of square leg. He hit it sort of quite well. Didn't nail it by any means. If he'd nailed it, it'd have been a stand up. But he's got six more. Yeah, he is a breathtaking ball striker. You know him well. Absolutely, and and he started the game in such wonderful fashion, running down the wicket that first over and and depositing uh, the great Malinga into the crowd over long off, and didn't really change gear then for a, until he was in his forties. He had a bit of luck then. He chanced his arm a bit. He tried to overhit a bit, but uh, once he'd, he'd got through that period and rode his luck again, he smashed a couple more into the crowd. He was devastating on an evening when. Uh, England needed him to start well, needed needed the team to start well, and I thought he uh, he started all that quite brilliantly with the, the six over mid off, and then continued it for the the innings of 69. Now, what about this Sri Lankan catching? Because I mean, at this level, I'm sorry, well, at any level really, you can't drop three in the deep like they did. No, it was disappointing at best. Uh, the crowd were very disappointed. They were very animated right up until those uh, points in the game. And dropping Jason twice in and over really took the sting out of the crowd, which was like their 12th man. Uh, and obviously, Jason got another 20 runs after that. So it really affected the scoreboard, the crowd impetus. Everything about the game changed in those, uh, in those moments. All right, I'd like to make word of Moeen Ali. I thought he played a beautiful innings, an intelligent innings. He's one of the most natural timers of a cricket ball I've ever seen beautiful to watch isn't he he's elegant it's like watching a, a beautiful sports car go down the road he's just effortless at everything he does and he whooped a few through that mid-wicket region with his beautiful wrists and poise um, and he got a bit of impetus back into the England innings when uh, when the rain had come and just stunted us a little bit um, he really did play very very well all right I'm going to turn our attention to Joe Dentley recalled after so long uh, you spoke well of him before the game saying what an improved cricketer he was. And tonight we saw it specifically with Ball, but with Bat as well. He would have been mighty nervous when he arrived at the crease and he had to contend with Lassie's Malinga, not the easiest opponent. 
Absolutely, and he'd actually built a bit of pressure on himself. He'd got three in about seven balls, I think. He didn't panic. He soaked it up against one of the world's best ever 2020 players or or white ball players in Lasith Malinga. He targeted the off-spinner, deposited him over long on, then through backward point and then through long on again. Very percentage play, and it's what we see him do in county cricket. Got himself to 20-odd in about 16 balls, played beautifully, and then we saw him open the ball with. Brand new ball, which isn't easy anyway bowled magnificently his first spell I think he took two for two for 12 in, in three overs brilliant and then came on at the end and deservedly took another two wickets to make him uh, make him the fourth man and uh, hopefully the man of the match for me What's your view on, on the likelihood of him A playing in the test side and B playing a role with the ball I think very likely he's going to play um, how England balance it out I don't know but with the injury to uh, Bairstow if he's not fit I think uh, Denley comes in um, I think it's pretty evident that, that they want to get him in the in the games and in the team. Um, how much bowling he will do will depend on how well Adil Rashid and, and Moen Ali go. He will definitely be the third spinner. But uh, as we've seen this evening, he knows exactly what he's doing and he's a much improved uh, bowler. Adil Rashid, interesting, wasn't it? One leg spinner replaced another in an English cricket team. I mean, it's you know, it's, this is the stuff of dreams. I, I doubt it's ever happened, actually. But. Two leg spinners, two English leg spinners have played in the same team and certainly not followed each other with a new ball. Yeah, absolutely. And it was brilliant to see because they both ball leg spin, yes, but they're very different about how they go about it. Joe's very bouncy, he's very up and over the top. Whereas Adil can do that. He can also ball side spin, he can ball his googlies, he can ball his top spinners, he can ball front of the hand. He really is England's go-to man in, in white ball cricket to take wickets and he did it brilliantly tonight. He controlled the game in the tough periods uh, for England to take the wickets, but also don't go for any runs. He controlled the game beautifully. Standout bowler, he was quite magnificent. You, you must admire the mental side of Adil Rashid. He's, he's been a contrary character in some ways, pulling out of first-class cricket, lucky to get back in the test side. You watch him and, and he's in overdrive, isn't he, trying to outthink the batsman. And there's very few spinners who have the courage to bowl the ball as slow and high as he sometimes does too. So it shows you good brain and plenty of guts helps. Yeah, and he's high on confidence at the minute. He's just off the back of a brilliant one-day series, back off a brilliant summer for England in white ball cricket. And you just see him. It's, it's almost like a bit of cat and mouse at times. And he's the, he's the big cat who's playing with the mouse and he's just toying with the batters. He's, he's letting them think that they can smack him out of the ground, but he's got a bit more guile and a bit more nous than that. And uh, it made it very difficult for them tonight. And he, he showed all his skills. All his bag of tricks came out tonight. I thought it was quite magnificent. Okay, great to uh, hear from you. Uh, Andrew McKenna has been out and about catching up with all the important people this evening. Uh, just to confirm that the, the man of the match was indeed Joe Denley. So that's good news for your view and indeed for mine. Here's Mecca. Joe Denley, it's been a while between drinks at international cricket level. You must have enjoyed that return. Yeah, certainly did. Um, like you say, it's been, has been a fair while since been in uh, England colours and um, to come in and perform like that and get a win um, firstly and, and contribute the way I did was, was very satisfying. When did you find out you were opening the bowling? Uh, the day before uh, training at practice. Um, Morgie came up to me and said um, I was playing and batting at seven and, and taking the first over. So, um, you know, it's not something different. That I, you know, I did it a lot for Kent this year and, and enjoyed it there. So good to get the opportunity tonight and, um, yeah, do a good job. 
did that help you knowing that you were doing that? I mean, rather than just say at the interval, him turning around, and saying, oh, by the way, uh, do you fancy have a first crack at this one? Yeah, absolutely. I think it you know, certainly helps when you're aware of um, your role within the team, um, you know, and having enough time to prepare, not only you know technically on your bowling, but just mentally the sort of fields, um, you know, looking at their, their batters and and coming up with plans. Um, so um, yeah, that certainly helps being aware of it 24 hours before the game. You've spoken. We've all spoken a lot about your bowling in the last few weeks. It's one of the reasons you're here. It must be great that the first opportunity, it comes out nicely and it goes well for you. Yeah, it was. Uh, although the first ball, I think, was a, was a full toss, um, but he just clipped to, to long on, so that was nice of him. Um, but yeah, settled in pretty quickly, and um, I really enjoy bowling the, the first over, especially in T20. Um, you know, like I say, I'm a batter, top order batter myself, so I think I get a good sense of what they're going to try and do and. Um, I back myself to land my my leg spin um, you know, reasonably well, so um, yeah, it's, it's a good combination. You mentioned you are a top order batter. Have you ever gone in at seven before? Because it's quite a different skill set and it's quite a different mental approach. Yeah, it's it's uh, certainly a new experience for myself, and no, that's certainly the the lowest I think I've ever batted in a T20. And um, you know, I'm happy batting there if it means playing in the team and and contributing with the ball. Um, it's just another area of my game I'm going to need to work on and. Um, prepare to, to strike boundaries from ball one. Were the team slightly disappointed with only 187? Because at one point, sort of 220 looked possible, but coming back after the, the rain delay, Sri Lanka did fight back well in that latter stage, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, they've got some, some high class bowlers, and um, I think credit, I, I, I think we were pretty happy with that score, to be honest, um, especially with our bowling unit and you know the way they go. and um, I thought Chris Jordan in particular, the way he smashed his Yorkers there and um, you know, at a pretty crucial time when he came on, um, I thought um, was, was was great skill and um, yeah, he obviously proved to have enough on the board. Well, you've had an experience of Sri Lanka. You've obviously got three or four more weeks of it now in the Test Series. When we spoke, when you got first got out, you said you hoped it would be useful ahead of the Test, you know, acclimatise. Does that feel like how it is at the moment? Yeah, I think it's certainly helped. Um, obviously, a completely different game, uh, one day cricket and T20s um, to test, but I think just batting in the nets and, and training and getting used to the pace of the surfaces uh, has certainly helped, because my first couple of nets were quite tricky, just getting used to the pace, and um, yeah, hopefully um, it's put me in good stead for the uh, firstly the warm-up games coming up, and um, hopefully I can perform there and put my name in the hat for the first test. Well, about the only downside of the evening, I've got to tell you, I think Danny, the media manager, has just broken your Man of the Match trophy, so you might need to go and have a quiet word with him about that. That's all right. I'm sure there's some super glue flying around, so hopefully it's uh, it's fixable. Tatara, England just got a few too many for you. Sorry? England just got a few too many runs for you to chase down. Uh, yeah, but at the moment, uh, I can say uh, in this condition, 187 mean uh, uh, it's chaseable run because uh, if we're not uh, losing uh, first uh, two wickets, so it could be a different uh, end story. Did England surprise Sri Lanka by opening the bowling with Joe Denley? Uh, no, because uh, I know about that because I'm playing county cricket, so I already give them to information. Uh, he's bowling, definitely he's bowling new ball. So uh, uh, it's not a surprise because uh, I already informed. <laughs> In terms of um, 
the, bat, uh, the, the batting England, uh, the batting performance from England, Sri Lanka did really well towards the end. He took wickets to, to slow things down. It could have been more than 187 that England actually put on the board. So you did well to restrict them. Yeah, uh, actually, uh, in one time, I think uh, they scored 200, mm-hmm. nearly 200. So uh, I think uh, Lasith Maling and uh, Isurudan uh, bowled really well uh, last two, three overs. It's been a difficult few weeks for Sri Lanka. You obviously had the uplift, the win in the fifth one-day game. Was today just maybe a game too far, or was it was it a bit a bit of a disappointment? Yeah, that is uh, very disappointing for from uh, Sri Lankan side because of uh, uh, we have to uh, uh, take a win result. So. Uh, it's not a. It's a bad time for us. So uh, uh, we can't say for every time bad time. So we have to uh, give our 200 percent in the uh, batting and bowling uh, during the batting and bowling. So I think uh, uh, we can. Uh, now we are on right track because uh, with our new coaching staff. So they are doing uh, beautiful uh, workout for us. So I think uh, now we are going right track. But sadly, we we need to. Uh, uh, you know, change this uh, losing momentum. Yeah. Just finally, though, you got a very, very big crowd in to support you this evening. Clearly, the fans of Sri Lanka haven't haven't given up hope yet. Uh, yeah, but uh, I have to say thanks for the, our fans because uh, they always come and uh, help us and cheer up. So uh, uh, that is uh, Sri Lankan culture. So even our lose or even our win, so uh, that is Sri Lankan people's style. Gareth, before you go, a final word. Have England cleansed themselves of the defeat the other night here in the One Day International? Simply yes, getting over the line with a win. Um, Can they be better? Yes. Um, But I think it was a good performance, a strong performance, a brave performance, uh, which after a disappointing defeat the other night, they needed to be brave. They came out brave in selection, brave in the plans, and execution was pretty good as well. I thought England were... uh, we're good tonight and there'll be other teams around the world watching and listening to what has gone on and they'll be, they'll be very fearful of, a, of an ever-evolving England team that are getting better by the day. Great. Thank you. Gareth Batty and Mark Nicholas uh, here with the following on podcast from TalkSport. Now, to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe either on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or your favourite podcast app. Whatever you do, join in. We're going to be here for the test matches. We'll see you soon. For the moment, from all of us in Colombo, it's goodbye. Down the wicket comes Roy. Smashes it over the long off. Second ball has gone for six. Slump sweep, and a big appeal for Leggett's ball. a massive appeal, and up goes the finger. Alex Hale straight away looked at Jason Roy, and the conversation must have been, I think you're out, mate. Problem is, I'm not so sure that was the case. Now, this should be caught. Surely it's gone out a long off. No way! A sitter! Oh! Jason Roy over deep square leg. Roy the boy on the sweep again. Not needed DRS this time. The umpire's finger goes up. Sri Lanka got the man. Jason Roy the danger man. Oh, now a much more elegant flick of the wrist. He's so watchable. And this time he goes mid-wicket. Bigger, longer, harder. Same result. Now he's bowled him. He's bowled a full straight ball, a bit flatter. And Moen Ali's tried to hit it to Candy and missed. Gun barrel straight at the bank of Ceylon and Talksport 2 uh, end. Wonderful cricket shot. 173 for five. Malinga in and down the wicket. That's the hit towards Long on. Man underneath it. Malinga has the wicket of Joe Denley. Ben Stokes bowled him. 
Hits the base of Ofstam. Terrific stuff. Terrific stuff from Lasse Belenga. 20 overs gone. 187 for eight. Oh, no, we done it. Joe Denley beats the big slog, knocks him over. What a moment for a man returning after so long. Got to oh, another one. He's got another one, and he's got Dick Weller. Well, this is exceptional bowling. It really is. Current again, another one of those slower balls. This time on a length, it is whacked. Frankly, whacked by Chandimal. Plenty of loop, and on the reverse is Chandimal. It's going to be caught though. On the boundary, Rashid has placed that man out on the point boundary to perfection. Around the wicket, Kaminda oh. has just hit that out of the screws. Kamindu Mandis's lovely little innings of creativity and invention, and 24 of 14 has come to an end. Gerard's wrong yet again. Wicket <laughs> out, LBW, Adil Rashid, magnificent bowling. Smashed out towards deep mid-wicket, all the way into the crowd. Here is Plunkett to Shanika and uh, bowled it. The 110 for six. Right, there it is, Gareth Batty, the prophet. I'm not sure about that. That was a wonderful piece of bowling uh, from Chris Jordan. It's high in the air, ought to be caught. Could be another wicket for Joe Denley, and is another wicket for Joe Denley. Lassith Malinga will face it from Joe Denley. Dances down, he bowls him out. A night that Joe Denley will remember for a long, long time. England win the match by 30 runs. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.